Lossless Audio is coming to Apple Music and Spotify soon, and this episode will explain why that matters. Welcome to Copec Explained Software, the podcast where we make computing intelligible. Wow, Dave, can you believe that next week is our one-year anniversary of the podcast? It's gone by really quick. It's going to be episode number 52, and we want your help with the episode. What questions do you have for us? What topics do you want us to cover? Reach out to us on Twitter. We're at Copec Explains, K-O-P-E-C-E-X-P-L-A-I-N-S. So today we're talking about lossless audio. This is really exciting because we've never had this available on the major streaming platforms before. Although an alternative streaming platform called Tidal has offered lossless audio before, most people don't use Tidal. Most people use Spotify or Apple Music, and soon they're going to be able to have lossless audio as an option. So what is lossless audio? So most of the audio that we listen to is in what's called a lossy compressed format. On Spotify, the audio is streamed in MP3 format. We talked a bit about MP3 in a previous episode about Napster, so I'll link to that in the show notes. On Apple Music, most audio is streamed using Apple's proprietary format called AAC. Either way, what does it mean to be lossy compressed? It means the original audio file was taken and some parts of it were removed so that it would be smaller. And the parts that are removed in these file formats are parts that you hopefully won't notice. So we hope we're only removing things that most human ears can't detect. So when you get an MP3 file, you're getting what's called a lossy compressed file. The original audio file, which didn't have these things removed, had them removed to make the file smaller and so that the data in the file could be rearranged in such a way that it would also take up as little space as possible. Now, most audio is going to be compressed in some way because we have compression algorithms that don't lose any information. So even if we have lossless audio, the files, as they come down to us from the cloud down to our individual devices, are usually going to have some kind of compression. The difference between lossless and lossy is whether or not in that compression process, some parts were taken out that we don't think people are going to hear. Now, here's the issue. Some people do hear. That's what I was going to ask. When, when folks say, oh, it's so much better on my record player, they could be right. Right. So some people can really tell the difference. Now, there's many different like characteristics of audio files. There's the sample rate. There's the bit rate. I don't want to get into all the technical terms today. What I'd rather talk about is what can you hear? Now, I've read over the years different studies, different articles by the mainstream media about whether or not people can really hear the difference. And I really do think that there's some controversy around this. Some studies, some articles seem to say that most people can actually tell the difference between your average MP3 file and CD audio. And CD audio is usually uncompressed and it's usually used as kind of like a standard of goodness. So how well does something sound compared to a CD? Well, a lot of people say that, yeah, most people can actually hear the difference between what a 128 kilobit MP3, that's a bit rate, so that's how much data are we recording per second and how much file space does that data take up. So most audio streaming services today offer higher tiers than 128 kilobits already, including both Apple Music and Spotify. 
but a lot of people say that 128 kilobit files actually sound a little bit tinny, and those are the type of files that we used to trade around on Napster or on these file sharing services. So we're already getting better quality than we were getting back then. We're getting a higher bit rate. It uses a little more space, but internet connections are faster today, so it doesn't matter that much. But then the next question is, okay, if you're already at that higher bit rate, can you really hear the difference between that and CD quality sound? And in fact, Apple, at least, and I'm not sure about Spotify, plans to even offer some audio files that are even higher quality than CD audio. Now, you might be wondering, hold on a second, you said it was lossless. How can it be higher quality then if CDs are already lossless? You know, this is kind of like an uh, interesting thing about terms. They're relative. We're always losing something when we go from analog to digital. What you hear in the real world, when it gets converted into ones and zeros, it doesn't have the same fidelity. In the same way as when you're looking around the world and then you take a digital photo, that photo doesn't perfectly capture all the colors that you saw, doesn't perfectly capture the lines and the contours of all the objects in your environment. We always lose something when we go from analog to digital. That's why some people will tell you that, oh, a record, a traditional record, going back to the early 20th century, mid 20th century, that our parents or our grandparents used on a record player has better sound quality than a CD. But that also has a process. In audio processes that are analog, we also lose data. The way that the needle happened to be imprinting on the cylinder that day changes how that audio gets recorded and we're always losing something. So I have unfortunate news for all the people that think lossless really means losing nothing. We're always losing something when we go from the original form to a recorded form of it. That's true about analog processes. That's true about digital processes. And that's always true when we convert something that's analog to digital. The reason being that everything digital is ones and zeros. So it's completely discrete. It's not continuous. So we're always losing data when we go from the analog to the digital. And there's whole people who study this field. I had a professor in college. I took a class with him called New Media. He wrote a book called like On the Digital. The whole book is about the idea that we're living in a digital world where we're always losing information from the analog world. So this is a whole field of philosophy, a whole field of study. Bottom line is even if it's lossless, it's still not the same exactly as hearing the original sound with your own ears. Now, then there's this other side to this that we already mentioned, which is different people's ears perceive things differently. So some people think CD audio sounds way, way better than MP3 files. And some people are going to say, well, I can really hear the difference between this even higher quality file than CD audio. So it's all relative, Rebecca. So as an Apple Music user, how will I know that when this conversion has happened to lossless audio. I believe Apple said that they're going to start with thousands of tracks, presumably some very popular songs. And when you use the app, I'm sure you're going to see an indicator that shows, oh, you're currently listening to the higher quality version. Now you could do this already though. You could go download files in these lossless formats. Just go on the web, search for them. And then I would urge you to go and listen to them side by side with an MP3 or just stream it right now through Apple Music or Spotify and see if you can tell the difference. It's a nice little experiment. Make sure to close your eyes. Make sure to have somebody else there who can play each one, kind of like you're doing the Pepsi challenge or you're trying a couple different bottled waters. I don't know if you ever did that. We did that before. We tried a different, a few different bottled waters, closed my eyes, and I could tell the difference. You could. I actually correctly identified the Poland Spring or maybe it was Evian versus the tap water. 
over and over again, because I have a very refined taste. Maybe you who are listening have a very refined set of ears. So you can tell if you can really tell the difference. Now you might be wondering, well, why didn't they offer this before? Mm -hmm. If some people are actually gonna be able to appreciate this, why didn't lossless audio exist on Tidal, but it didn't exist on Apple Music or Spotify? Well, why didn't? Because it uses more space. So it requires more bandwidth. So it actually means that if you have a really poor internet connection, you're not going to be able to stream these lossless files. Now, I'm, they already do tempering of the type of files that they stream to you on Apple Music or Spotify, depending on how good your internet connection is. Automatically? Yeah, automatically. They, they detect like how fast of a connection are you on and they go to a lower bit rate if you're right now where you happen to be can't support it. It might be that you're on the go and you're on a poor cell connection or something mm -hmm. like that. But these newer lossless files use a lot more space than those older MP3 or AAC files. And so you are going to actually need more bandwidth to actually listen to this music. Using more bandwidth means that you're going to be using more capacity from your internet connection. Just like if you have a relatively limited bandwidth internet connection, you might have struggled before to have one person watching Netflix on one device while somebody else is watching Hulu on another device. Well, now what if you have a lot of different people trying to stream the high quality music and they're on different devices and they're on one limited internet connection. Yeah, this is a real issue. And we always want to find ways to not abuse our bandwidth because there are bandwidth limits and there are actual other people that suffer sometimes when we use too much bandwidth. So that's the trade-off here, really. The trade-off is quality versus space. And space translates into bandwidth usage. What about when you download music onto your phone? Well, it, is that the same thing around space? Absolutely. So if you download the file permanently, it's going to use a lot more. And when I say a lot more, I really mean a lot more. So you could have the same song that as an MP3 is going to be just a few megabytes as a lossless file might be tens, hundreds um, of megabytes. So really just the same song. I'll give you a really clear example of this. So a CD, a traditional CD, holds about 700 megabytes of data. So a 60-minute album was generally about 700 megabytes on traditional audio CDs. Whereas MP3s at a 128 kilobit bit rate use about a megabyte per minute. So the same CD that was 600, 700 megabytes as MP3 files at 128 kilobit rate would be only about 60 megabytes. Oh. So it's a 10x difference. It's an order of magnitude difference. It's a huge difference in terms of bandwidth. And frankly, you know, maybe the cloud providers on their side, so Apple Music, Spotify, didn't want to be using so much of their own bandwidth. They didn't want to be increasing their bandwidth usage 10x if it was unnecessary at the time because a lot of people didn't have the internet connections for it. We've now just come to a point where a lot of people do have these high bandwidth internet connections and they can really support this lossless audio lifestyle. Well... Spotify and Apple Music be using the same technology to do this? Yeah, so we know that Apple is going to use their own proprietary format for their lossless streaming. It's called ALAC, I believe, and it is proprietary to Apple. So I think it's very unlikely that Spotify will use the same format. Tidal used an open format called FLAC, F-L-A-C, for their streaming. And so it's very possible that Spotify will use FLAC as well since it is an open standard. Just like MP3 is more of an open standard now that the patents have expired and Spotify uses it, whereas AAC is more of a closed standard and Apple uses it for its 
lossy compressed streaming. So yeah, it's likely that they're going to use different file formats, different streaming technologies, but the audio quality should be about the same if they're both going for, let's say, CD quality with a lot of these tracks. Whether you have the original recording being streamed to you from Apple or from Spotify, if they're both just the original recording with no further lossy compression, we should expect them to sound pretty much the same. The only wrench being thrown into this is that Apple is saying that they're also going to provide on top of this spatial audio. Now this is the idea that if you have a bunch of different speakers in your room, they're saying they can even do it with just some of their advanced headphone devices. But with certain kinds of speakers, you're going to be able to feel like you're really in a room being surrounded by that audio. We've all seen that advertised by Bose and uh, mm-hmm. by, by some of the theater companies and uh, some people have surround sound set up in their living room or in their theater room if you're wealthy enough to have a theater room. So are we really going to get that kind of experience just using AirPods or AirPods Max or uh, some of Apple's other devices? I, I don't know what it's really going to sound like, but Apple is advertising that they're going to do this as well. I, Spotify so far hasn't announced something like that yet. So they're really investing in the musical and audio experience of their users. Right. I mean, they've been competing ferociously now for a few years. Of course, Spotify was first on the scene. Spotify has a lot more users than Apple Music does. However, Spotify has a head start and Apple Music has been growing quickly. And I think the competition between them has really heated up. Spotify has a free tier Apple Music has a free trial, but doesn't actually have a free tier. So they're not, you're not exactly comparing apples to apples, if you will, mm-hmm. when you compare Apple and Spotify. However, um, I think right now, this is the next area for competition. They try to compete a bit on what artists they both have. So there were some artists that were kind of doing exclusives to Apple Music or to Spotify. But the truth is the vast majority of music is the same on both. So most of the catalog is completely the same, whichever you have. So how can they keep competing? Quality seems to be the next place that they can really compete. And so that's what this is all about, them finding a new avenue to kind of dig in at one another. And Apple has announced theirs is already going to come out in June. So when this episode comes out, it should be coming out in the next couple weeks. And Spotify hasn't given an exact date, but it's going to be soon, I'm sure. They're not going to let Apple have this quote-unquote quality advantage for long, I'm sure. Is there anything else our listeners should know about lossless audio? I think what's interesting about this is it's actually going to sound better than it sounded for a long time. Because we're used to CDs. You and me, we grew up in the 90s. That's what it was. You went to the record store. I worked in a record store. Used to sell CDs. Everyone listened to all their music on CDs. And it sounded actually better than the streaming services sound today. It was higher quality audio. So it's kind of like we're going back to the future. We're again getting that quality that we were used to growing up out of our audio streaming services. So I think that's really exciting. And I think it's going to be kind of weird that it's like we've been actually having to deal with worse audio, even though we had obviously a much wider selection and much more accessibility to so many different tracks all the time, but we've actually been dealing with lower quality than what we were used to growing up. And so I think it's going to be interesting to see if we really notice, wow, it sounds good again, like it did in the nineties. We're going to have to make sure we all have good speakers to really appreciate it. Right. If you have bad speakers, you definitely won't be able to tell the difference. But I'll leave as a challenge to our listeners, try doing that Pepsi challenge for yourself. Go get a lossless version and a lossy version of the same track. Close your eyes, have someone play each of them for you, see if you can tell the difference. 
All right. Thanks for listening to us this week. Rebecca, how can people get in touch with us on Twitter? We're at Kopec Explains, K-O-P-E-C-E-X-P-L-A-I-N-S. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to us and we'll see you next week. Bye.